0: It's Andrew Duncan here. This is the Agent Monday Podcast. We've got a great question this week from one of our members. Uh, Terence. emailed me and he, uh, in response to the um, email we sent out last week about uh, the article, sorry, about should commission be the main factor when choosing an agent? This was an educational article we shared for you to share with your audience to encourage owners to you know, look past just the commission rate when selecting an agent. And following this, Terrence mentioned that in his area, they're seeing a, a really restrained listings market uh, where competitors, you know, the, the, the competition for listings is really hot. So competitors, other agents in the market, are becoming over-inflammatory with appraisals. Uh, even when, when they're relying on the same sales data that you are, you know, but they come in way hotter with their estimated sale price. Uh, offering free marketing packages, uh, cutting their commission rates. So this is a really common situation, right? And it happens when markets get really tight, and you'll go up against other salespeople who are just promising the world to to this potential client, you know, and buying them an atlas, right? And and I thank my old manager Paul for sharing that with me. But a lot of people in real estate will promise you the world and buy you an atlas. So today, in this episode, I'm going to share my thoughts on that question. Um, Terrence is essentially asking, like, what do you do in this situation? How do we we tackle that? Um, How do we overcome this as a salesperson who's trying to do the right thing by the vendor and doesn't want to bullshit people, but still wants to maximize our chances of winning the business? I'm so glad that this question got asked. I think it's a super important topic to talk about. Uh, So let's get into it. There's a few facets to this, right? The first thing, first point I'd make, is that you've got to front foot it. Throughout your appraisal listing presentation process, a lot of what you do is around managing expectations. This falls into that category. So during your conversation with the owners, you've got to slip in there at some point now, look, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, you know people will come in here and they'll promise you the world and buy you an atlas. You know, like I, I've prepared these this CMA for you, and you know we've looked at all the recent sales in the area. Um, look, I'm I'm going to give you those those facts It doesn't doesn't limit what I think we can get for your property, but I have to provide you a, a CMA and I have to give you an appraisal range. Right now, the key thing to keep in mind is other people could promise you anything just to win your business but that doesn't mean they can deliver on that, right? And I would rather give you a cautious estimate based on facts that you can be hopefully quite reliant on and then let's go about trying to blow that out of the water if we can, right? Let's go about trying to exceed those expectations. Um, but we'd rather you know, basically take a genuine approach up front rather than what a lot of agents do where they'll promise you some crazy high price just to win your business and then not be able to deliver it later on. And we see this time and time again. So I'd actually use scripts like that, like front foot it. The way you can take the power out of this approach from other agents is to talk about it with your owner right from the start. Just acknowledge that it's going to happen rather than what I see a lot of salespeople do is they kind of try and like just present their case and just hope this isn't going to happen, right? Hope that the other agents aren't going to bullshit the owner and try and um, you know buy the listing, right? But we know it's gonna happen we know it happens all the time so better to just front foot it and tell people and when it comes to talking about so at, at this and this should happen at every stage of the listing presentation right so you're talking about your um appraisal range you're gonna you're gonna front foot it when you talk about your commission rate when you present that to them you're gonna front foot it look Mr and mrs owner our commission is x there'll definitely be people that will be prepared to do it for a cheaper rate um But you've got to ask yourself if they're willing to do it that cheaply, why is that, right? Like, if if they need the business that bad, is that the kind of agent that you really want representing you selling your biggest asset? So, front foot that they're going to get, that there are cheaper options out there. And if they're looking for the cheapest possible agent, you're unlikely to be it. But what you can assure them of is that no stone will be left unturned to go about getting them the best possible price for their property. And that they'll be fully informed the whole way through. And you talk to your service, right, on what you do differently and what you bring to the table. So front foot this when you're presenting your commission rate, your appraisal range, and also your marketing package. Mr. and Mrs. Owner, most of our clients spend around X amount on marketing, whether that's $1,000, $2,000, $5,000, $1,000, $2,000, $5,000, whatever it is. Most of my clients spend about $2,500 on XYZ, and we found, we've found we found in the past that that's the, the, the mix that's going to get you the maximum exposure for your property and make sure that when you sit down and accept an offer that you can be sure that you've got the absolute best price the market is prepared to pay for your property at this time. It's essentially like an insurance policy to make sure you're not underselling your home. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, there are going to be agents who will come in here and they might even offer to pay for all the marketing themselves. But you have to look at it and think, am I getting the exposure my property really needs or are they going to cut corners if they're paying paying it out of their own pocket? How can they afford to do that? Are they managing a good number of listings or are they desperate to get business and that's why they have to pay for the marketing? You have to ask yourselves, why are they going to that extent? If they're that desperate to get business, if they're finding it that hard to get listings, what does that say about their business? So just front foot it. Be really, I don't want to say aggressive, but, you know, like, get stuck in. Like, don't be shy. you got to bring this up front foot it. It's your job to educate your owners about what they need to look out for in the marketplace, right? If you see a car that's for sale on TradeMe and it's way cheaper than everything else on the market, there's probably a reason, right? you and I know like maybe it needs a new cam belt or the tyres are screwed or whatever it might be. It's the same with any type of service, but you need to educate your owners about that. The thing you've got to watch and the thing you've got to, again, educate your owners on is that before they go on the market, they don't have a sale price figure to work from. The only numbers they can base this decision of who to select to market their home on are the commission rate, the marketing expense, and the appraisal range. So naturally, they're going to lean towards the person who gives them the highest appraisal, the cheapest commission, the best marketing fee. So you need to educate them about why it's important for them to see past that. Now, okay, so first, first part of this is to front foot it. I would just say with that, if you're good at building rapport, if you have an okay relationship with these people, maybe if they've been recommended to you, if you have a good reputation in your market, It's unlikely you're going to lose it on commission. You're more likely to lose it on appraisal range. You know, if you're half a percent more than another competitor who doesn't seem as professional as you and doesn't seem to have the experience that you have, I I doubt you're going to lose the listing. Most people aren't that cheap, right? But what people do struggle with, what owners do struggle with, is when someone else sees the property as being worth 200 grand more than you. That's a real hard one for the owners to get themselves past. Because what that other agent is essentially telling the owner is, I believe in your property more. This dwelling that means so much to you, where your kids were born, where your family's had all its memories, where you've had your Christmases, you've paid the mortgage for years and years and years, that you're about to leave for this next new adventure. I believe in this property more than my competitor, and I'm prepared to say I think it's value Is 200 grand more than someone else. Now, owners don't know that it's basically guesswork, right? (laughs) They don't know that these other salespeople are just like plucking these numbers out of thin air. They think you're the expert. You look at properties all day long. Like, you're a valuer, basically. Like, you should know. Like, this is essentially a free valuation of my property. And if someone else sees it 200 grand higher than you do, how am I going to hire you? Like, if you're more professional and more experienced than the other agent and your appraisals are the same, But you're three and a half, you know, sorry, you're half a percent more in terms of your commission, you're probably getting that listing, right? But the appraisal range is the one that you've got to overcome the most. So that's the one you want to put most of your attention on. And the way I do that is by taking the focus away from the fact that the owners want to believe that you're a valuer, right? And you're not. I would always say to owners, hey, I'm a marketer, not a valuer. Mr. and Mrs. Owner, Here are the facts. Here's what's recently sold, uh, you know, in the same sort of area as your home of a similar sort of size. So I've got to give you this information, but this doesn't limit me in any way, shape or form in terms of my perception of what we can get for your home. My job is to go out and get you the very best price we can. And here is how we do that. And you want to move the conversation as quickly as possible from... This is the appraisal to this is how I get you the best price. So a lot of agents get stuck on that kind of valuation part of the conversation, right? What I'm suggesting is that you make it a tiny part of the conversation overall and instead focus your time on recent case studies, recent properties that you sold for a great price, recent situations where you had a multiple buyer, a multiple offer situation and how you achieved that, your recent successes. Particularly if you've got case studies of properties that were on the market with another agent, maybe even the one you're competing against, where they were on the market, didn't sell, you took it over and got it sold. As soon as you can, move the conversation from the appraisal range to, this is how I get my owners the best possible price. It's evidence of your past success which will help you overcome these over-promising, under-delivering agents in your marketplace. So, do you want to take the focus off your appraisal range, which it's impossible to be the top appraisal range, right? That's so hard to do, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to, you don't want to blow smoke up their ass, basically. <laughs> Excuse my French. Um, you want to take the focus off your appraisal range and move it on to your track record, which is what you can really stand behind. So, don't lose the appraisal on price. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, right? Don't get stuck having a conversation around value when you're not a a valuer, you're a marketer. And Mr. and Mrs. Owner, you can find someone who will tell you whatever you want to hear. What matters is the process that they use to go and get you the best possible price. And is that a process you can really believe in? Because as soon as you list with me, the the numbers on this appraisal, they don't mean anything. I don't show them to any buyers, we don't show them to other agents. That's entirely between you and me. As soon as you hire me, my job is to forget all that and go and get you every last cent we can from the market. And here's how we do that. Right, so as soon as you as soon as soon you make that a non-factor, it doesn't matter what the other agent says. You've got the best process and you know how to get them top dollar for their home. So that's what I'd suggest, right? Move the focus. Now, the last point I want to make on this subject is that there are times in markets when you need to be a little bit fluid. I see a lot of offices and a lot of salespeople where, you know, they have like a bottom line commission rate. We don't go below X percent and it's always been that way and it always will be. And we somehow feel like we're going to like, I don't know, um, do ourselves a disservice if if we change off that. Like it's like a pride thing that kicks in. To my mind, as an office and as agents, I believe you should be flexible on what your baseline commission is dependent on the market circumstances. If the market's really tight, if it's really hard to find listings, you should be more flexible. You should offer to drop your rates a little bit at that time. It's just supply and demand, right? You can put them up later on when, when everybody's got too many listings to sell. If the market is choosing to be more competitive on commissions then one and it's super important that you respond and get up to bat and be competitive as well for my mind. Until such time as you've got such a reputation that you're full. If you've got too many listings to deal with and you're having to refer them out to other colleagues, then for sure put your prices up. But if you're not operating at capacity, then move your commission rate to a point where you are winning listings. And you don't need to get silly with it right like don't be uh you know Uh, one of the discount operators who just tries to secure business purely based on price. But I think if you're listening to me now, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like in your market, you'll know that, hey, I probably would have had eight more listings last year if I dropped my commission by half a percent. Don't be afraid to do it. If the market conditions call for you to be more aggressive with your commission rates, then get stuck in and do it. You can always increase them later on as you get better at listing presentations as you get more listings under your belt, as you have more of a track record that you can sell to owners, basically, as you get more successful, your rate can grow because people will often come and hire you and you'll be the only one they'll call in, right? So you'll, you'll as you go further into into your career, you'll have the flexibility to be more, um, more aggressive with, with what you charge. Same thing on marketing. If you're finding you're competing with a lot of people that are doing free marketing and you're struggling to win listings, then maybe it's time to look at your marketing packages that you're offering. Maybe it's time to adjust and have like an online-only marketing package, maybe something that's under the $1,000 mark, that you can offer people that is not such a gap from where the other agents are. If everyone in your marketplace is offering the free or cheap marketing, then your $4,000 marketing package with all sorts of print marketing might just be too far off the mark even though what you're suggesting might be the right thing if it's not competitive in your market and you're not winning business then what's the point right so i would just encourage you to be flexible in your offering and adjust to the market conditions and change your commissions in response to that when you need to and adjust your marketing plans that you're offering in response to that as well okay so to recap front foot the concerns Bring it up with people as you're presenting your commission, your appraisal range, your marketing package. Tell owners that they will be able to get cheaper deals elsewhere, but plant the seed of doubt as to why they should be potentially you know, cautious around that. Take the focus off your appraisal range and onto your track record during the conversation repeatedly and as quickly as possible. Use case studies, use stories, Use past examples that point to your ability to get the best possible price for your owners. Planting the seed of why you're worth their trust, their faith, and a slightly higher commission rate. And be fluid on your commission and marketing when market conditions dictate that it's required. And what do you do? Don't lose it on price, right? We're not valuers, we're marketers. Get the focus onto that. Don't lose it on your appraisal range. And instruct your owners that other people will try to buy the listing and that they should be on the lookout for that. But explain to the owners that the the valuation or, or, or the appraisal, and it's not a valuation, but they see it that way. That appraisal range, it doesn't dictate what they're going to get for their home. The thing that dictates what they're going to get for their home as the quality of the marketing and the skill of the person that they employ to represent them in the market all right so that's all for today i appreciate you listening in uh that was fun if you've got more questions like terrence um please let me know you can just email them straight to andrew at ancient Nz, and i'll tackle them in a future podcast Agent Monday is an exclusive content marketing club for real estate professionals. We give you helpful educational info to share with your audience and teach you how to use it to grow your business. To find out more, visit agentmonday.com.